0: time in your life when you had a conflict, whether it was at work with a colleague, maybe it was at home with a spouse or a significant other. I know for me it happens both places unfortunately. Hi, I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group and this training tip for you is managing conflict and you can do this whether it's in the classroom or outside. I personally want to recommend you do some practice techniques outside of the classroom so that when you get into the classroom, it's even better. So what about conflict management? What are the the times to use it? Well, in the classroom, obviously, you're going to want to use these techniques when the issue is more than just a small little thing. Um, you probably heard this before, but in marriage, I'm I'm not supposed to, you know, make a mountain out of a molehill and let things go unless it's a big deal. Well, the same is true in your classroom. If somebody's turning around or fidgeting a little bit, let those little thing, things go and save it for the big conflicts that might come up. For example, somebody's coming in and out regularly and it's disrupting a group or a table. Maybe Maybe it's someone that's constantly talking and chatting with their neighbor, and their neighbor is listening, but they really want to be listening to you. Know that even if they're talking about your content, it can be a distraction to themselves and to those around them. So pick the best times. Another uh, thing to consider is to make sure that if you're in the wrong, you position yourself so that you're reasonable and you recognize, hey... Um, Here's an area that I could work on so that everyone can hear you and know that you're being, you know, reasonable. So example, don't apologize for that which they may not notice. What I mean by that is, let's say uh, you forgot a couple of slides in your deck or a couple of your slides have the wrong page number on them. Instead of saying, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, oh, the page number is wrong. You're just going to move forward because guess what? That apology doesn't really matter. They're going to see that the page number is wrong and they're going to find the right page in their workbook. It may also be that you're missing a couple slides, but they don't even know it. They will never know that you're missing those two slides. Don't be apologizing for what they may not notice. So when should I... And what should I be doing for some activities to practice these skills? Number one, I would say, why don't you try at work facilitating a team member feedback session? So it doesn't necessarily have to be with two people that are in conflict, but start with Um, Maybe something small where they're giving one another feedback on perhaps a project that was finished and you're moderating that. Um, That's going to help you to teach what to focus on and how to really look for the facts, that critical thinking piece. Um, Another idea might be that you want to... Uh, head home, right, and mediate a conflict perhaps between two others. Maybe it's not you yourself, but maybe your two kids practicing working on that. Or maybe there's a relationship outside of work that you might want to consider using. Another uh, activity that I would consider is look for reoccurring conflicts. So if there's something that consistently happens within your classroom, Uh, where you find it's like a struggle and you continually lock horns with this, that might be something that you want to practice having really good language around so that you can fend it off even faster. So, for instance, if your big thing is people texting on their phones or using social media, that type of thing, well, how do you overcome that and use that same tactic or technique in upcoming months or weeks? Um, Another consideration is to really analyze the cause. So if two people are talking right after a discussion group, the chances are pretty good that they're still conversing about the conversation and the discussion that was just happening. So it's easy enough to just walk over next to that group or ask groups, hey, do you need another minute or two? That is an easy way instead of making a big deal about something small, especially since we want them to continue discussing. These are just a couple of ideas to practice. Um, You can also check out, starting in May, a copy of Training Difficult People. That will be available at the Bob Pike Group. And it is written by myself, Becky Pike-Pluth, with 23 different types of difficult people that show up in our classrooms and over 270 unique ideas as to how to work with them and through them. This is the Bob Pike Group and a creative training tip for you. We'll see you next time.